In our sense of mysteries, the dead laugh. September 23rd, 1946. Good evening, friends of the inner sanctum. This is your hunkster welcoming you through the squeaking door. Well, I've been shopping around for a nice case of murder. Of course you have. You've come to the right place, because the characters of this program simply killed herself to keep you amused. Why, only the other day, accused of making murder our business. We don't, wouldn't do that, friends. Oh, no, that'd be mixing business and pleasure. We consider it pleasure to give some stiff for business. <laughs> and now, friends, the night story is a tangled tale concerning a man, a man, and a murderer. You heard it said, those who laugh, laugh, laugh best. Going to prove it never pays to get into a laughing contest. The ghost, because the ghost always gets a last laugh. Thornton, I know he's dead. His body's been in the grave for weeks, and yet, though I tell myself it's impossible, can hear him laugh that raucous, mocking sound haunts me. Same laugh that I heard for the last first time in the courtroom. He never laughed during all the weeks of the trial. He never even smiled, but this day it came before me for sentencing. Gravel bangs. Fulton John Spencer, you have been found guilty of murder, the first degree. Do you wish to make a statement before a sentence is opposed? Spencer, I killed Hicks. I killed William to admit to it now. But he's no good. He got just what he deserved. Everybody knows it. I'm not a killer. I never go into crime for. I ask. Now is a chance. Fulton, John Spencer, jury took all that in consideration when it was recommended life for prison. However, I had the power to ignore that recommendation. In my firm conviction, I'd allow one man to take law into his own hands, to encourage others to do likewise. Therefore, I the recommendation of the jury. And says to you to the hang be hung, and act into dead. Better no judge, please. I've got a girl we're going to be married. Why ask is I live up live so I can have see her once in a while? For well, then you should have thought of that, for you committed murder. Better it's easy for you to tell me what I have done should have done. But you don't don't won't always be on top. Maybe someday you'll be down here where I am. And when that happens, I hope you throw the book at you, just like you're doing to me. Orton, Bailiff, remove the prisoner. Benson won't be laughing when that happens. Whatever I am, I'll be laughing fit to burst. <laughs> Fulton, same old story. Prisoner pleads innocent or guilty for good cause. Ask mercy, then clemencies refuse. Could their man curse his judge? I hope the judge will someday find himself in similar plight. Benson at worst failed to move me in the slightest. Heard it too many times before. Went home to forget about Spencer's case. Front door opens, then closes behind Laura. Richard, is that you, Richard? Fulton. Yes, dear. I'll come to in as soon as I threaten up. Laura. Oh, come, Nick. Wait now. Been waiting here all night. Surely it's not too much to ask. Fulton. All right, all right, Laura. I'm coming. Fulton walks to Laura. Laura. Richard, 
I want you to meet my new nurse, Margaret Cummings. This is Judge Fulton, Miss Cummings. Margaret, how do you do? Fulton, Miss Cummings? Have we met before? Margaret, that's like, hardly likely. I'm probably in my face. It's so ornery. For an old country, Miss Cummings. I should say your face is rather unusual. Laura, Richard, suppose you stop your silly chatter about faces. Talk to Miss Cummings about her duties. Well, very well. Come on to my study, Miss Cummings. We can talk better then. Fulton, sit down, please. There wasn't so much to say, really. First place, my wife's heart condition isn't isn't really dangerous. Margaret, yes, I go with that. From what, Dr. Fletcher? Fulton, oh, he told you about my wife, huh? Margaret, oh, yes, yes. Fulton, he, well, professional person nurse. I believe in frankness, it makes things easier. My wife is 11 years my senior. Getting on past midway, is she a uh, bit worried? Not that I give her any grounds for it. Jealousy, you understand? Margaret, perfectly. Fulton, she's not an easy person to get along with. You have to humour her. Margaret, I'll do my best. Mulden and Miss Cummings? Margaret, yes. Fulton, I was just wondering where it was that I saw you before. It's great for you know, Miss Cummings. Face is rather haunting. Fulton, that was how it began. Play the game during those first few weeks. I'd ask Miss Cummings, where, where was it I first saw you? Margaret, don't you remember yet? Fulton, no, I don't. Margaret, well, I do. But someday, if you're nice, I'll tell you. Fulton laughs. <laughs> Margaret laughs. <laughs> Fulton, we would laugh together, having the girl in the house. Maybe feel young again. Then last, it ended one evening in Laura's room. Laura, Richard. Fulton, yes, dear. Laura, put down the newspaper. I want to talk to you. Fulton, I'm listening. Laura, don't you think you're going a bit too far, Richard? Fulton, too far? What do you mean? Laura, I mean Miss Cummings. Fulton, oh. Laura, I won't stand for it. I won't allow you to disgrace me in my own home. A woman that's little more than a servant. Fulton, oh, Laura, you for heaven's sake. Laura, I may be bedridden and invalid, but there is a limit. Fulton, you're jumping to ridiculous conclusions, Laura. Ridiculous am I? Suppose you deny you're in love with Mrs. Cummings. You've been carrying on with her right under my nose. Fulton, certainly I deny it. No, I got eyes, Richard. I've seen you two whispering together. I watched how you look at her. Fulton, oh, you're talking utter nonsense. There's another there's nothing between me, Mrs. Clemens. Nora, nothing? Fulton, absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. Well, then, I'll give you a chance to prove that, that, that what you're saying. I, want Mrs. I don't want Mrs. Cummings here to dismiss her. Fulton, you want me to dismiss her? Lies, yes, Richard, I do. Fulton, Miss Cummings, uh, well, it's going to be rather unpleasant to see my wife. Well, yes, I know, she wants me to leave. Fulton, yes, how did you know? Margaret, I couldn't help overhearing the conversation. Fulton, well, and you also know why she wants you to leave. Well, yes, but you warned me when I first came here that she was jealous. Fulton, it's been very pleasant having you here. Margaret, thank you. Fulton, I'm going to miss you. Uh, Miss Cummings, could I have your home address? Margaret, of course. Why do you want it? Fulton, I hope you don't think me preposterous, but... Well, maybe we might be able to see each other. Margaret, would you be? Would that be wise? Well, no, it wouldn't be wise. 
I might as well face it. Couldn't hide it from Laura. I can't hide it from myself. I love you, Miss Collins. Spencer. <laughs> what a nap night. I heard Spencer laugh for the first time since the day in the courtyard room. Sat down. There's a figment of the imagination born out of feeling of guilt due to his most glory to Laura. Put it on my, out of my mind. I'd other things to think about. The separate note from Margaret Cummings, dress on. It was in my pocket. A dozen times during the next week, I picked up the phone, telephone to call her. But something held me back. It was fear, I guess that. Yes. Fear that if I saw her again, we'd taken a final, irrevocable step. Picks up the phone receiver. Fulton. But then I couldn't stand it any longer without seeing her. Just dialed a number. Phone ring. <laughs> Margaret, hello. Fulton, is that you, Margaret? Margaret, yes. Who is this? Fulton, this is Richard. Margaret, Richard? Fulton, Judge Fulton. Margaret, oh, hello. How are you? Been so long before you've forgotten me. Fulton, here's there's little chance of that. Could I see you tonight, Margaret? Margaret, why, yes, of course. Come over as soon as you like. <clears throat> Fulton, I dressed carefully, examining myself in the mirror. Saw a tall man, still on the right side of fifty, still trimming figure, distinguished in appearance. I got to Margaret's apartment. My heart was beating fast, like a boy on his first date. Somehow, don't know quite how it happened. She was in my arms, I was kissing her. Margaret, oh, Richard. Fulton, my darling. Margaret, oh, no. We've been foolish. Fulton, sit down, darling. Here beside me. Margaret, like this. Fulton, that's perfect, Margaret. Would you marry me? Margaret, marry? Can't be serious. Fulton, I can never more in earnest in my life. Margaret, aren't you forgetting a little detail? Fulton, no, I'm not forgetting about Laura. She's a weak heart. She may die if, it's, if she dies. Margaret, I wouldn't count on it. My wife, your wife looks very, takes very good care of herself. May live to be a hundred. Fulton, but she must die. Would you marry me? Margaret, I don't know. Not fair to ask me now. Not while your wife is still alive. Ask me later. Front door opens and closes behind Laura. Oh, Richard, do you have a pleasant evening at the club? Fulton didn't go to club, Laura. Fulton walks to Laura behind. Laura, no. Fulton, no, I lied to you. I went, spent the evening with Mrs. Margaret Cummings. Laura, Richard? Fulton, you're right. I'm in love with her. I never knew what love meant before I can't. Live without her. Laura, you're mad. You know, know what you're saying. Fulton, I want a divorce, Laura. Laura, divorce? No. Fulton, I want it immediately. Laura, why? You can't do this to me. Oh, my heart. Fulton, what? Laura, what? You want now see what you've done. Fulton, Laura? Laura, oh, the shock. My pure Richard. Give me them to me. Hurry, Richard, hurry. Laura grasps Weezer's murmurs. Fulton, I knew she was attending a heart attack. I had been a play for myself then. That was Laura's favourite trick. Also, almost his work before, but not this time. The time I could pretend. Until I was ready to act, I gave her the pills. Watched her take them sink back on the pillow. Laura, 
Oh, thank you, Richard. Thought I'd feel better now. Oh, yes, dear, much better. Didn't know why I've done without you here. I would have died, oh, Richard. Say you don't mean what you said before. Don't you see? I shouldn't go. I couldn't go living on without you. Thought you don't have to, Laura. Laura, then you won't leave me for that girl? Well, and I take care of you here. May take make you more comfortable. Your pillow needs rearranging. Oh, yes, it does. Richard, what are you doing? I'm fixing the pillow. Lower muffled resist desperate struggle as you suffocated on the pillow. Fulton, die still. Stop twisting around. Lower frenzied muffled struggling. Fulton, this is a much, this is a much, this is much difficult. Different from a heart attack. Laura slowly stops murmuring and dies. For itself, Laura, she's dead. Dr. Fletcher, hello. For Dr. Fletcher, Dr. Fletcher, yes. For oh, this is Dr. Fletcher Fulton. Please come quickly, Dr. My wife has had a heart attack. Dr. Fletcher, it happened during the novel? No. For it was nothing important, Doctor. Just a domestic quarrel, and suddenly she had an attack. I gave her the peel pills, but by that, that, well, by that time, it's too late. Don't fetch her, that, that's too bad. Fetch her, if I only known that her condition becomes so dangerous. Don't fetch her, oh, judge, we have nothing to approach her so far. These things happen. Well, then, well, you take care of the humanity, doctor. Don't fetch her, yes, of course. But the phone, the deficit for that? Don't fetch her, I list, let's cause her failure of the heart. Well, then, there was no need to act the part of stricken husband after Dr. Fletcher left. I stood looking down at Laura's body. She was dead, and Dr. Fletcher's stiffness would clear me. And she was of murder. I was free, free to marry Margaret. Fulton and Mel to Margaret's apartment that night. Fulton Fletcher said a sidewalk. Fulton, the street was dark, empty. I had an uncomfortable feeling that I was being watched, followed. I heard footsteps behind me and hurried my pace. Fulton's footsteps quickened. Fulton then, the man behind me, did likewise, frightened as I was, decided to stop, confront the follower. Fulton thought that stop. Fulton, he came towards me, his face and shadow, face shadowy in the dark. Footset, Spencer's footsteps approached and stopped behind. Fulton, what do you want? Why are you following me? Spencer, you ought to know, Judge Fulton. Fulton, who are you? Come closer, so I can... Spencer takes a step or two. Fulton. Spencer? John Spencer? Can't be, you're dead. Spencer dead, am I? Well, you ought to know, Judge. <laughs> oh, so now take it easy, Minister. Take it easy. Just tell me what happened. Fulton, I'm being followed, Officer. So I turned around to see who it was. Officer, and did you not see who it was? Fulton, yes, and that's why he fainted. Man in front of him was a dead man. Officer, he was what? 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 What's that? Fulton, the man following me dead. I know he's dead, officer. Officer, I ought to run you in. You're crazy. Officer, I ought to run you in. You're crazy. Fulton, I had an intent to tell Margaret that Laura is dead. I meant to ask her to marry me. The counter on the street drove those thoughts out of my mind. I an apartment, went directly to the window and looked out. And there across the street, leaning against the wall, I saw John Spencer. Margaret, Richard, I'm insulted. Fulton, what? Margaret, you didn't kiss me. You didn't even sit alone. But no, I'm sorry, dear. 
But he's a man across the street. You can't be real. And yet, if he is, it isn't. Margaret, what man, Richard? Fodden, didn't you see him? Margaret, no, there's no one across the street. Fodden, he's there a moment ago. I told him I had to talk to him, and now he's gone. Margaret, darling, you're trembling. You must be sick. Fodden, don't look at me like that. Margaret, Richard, what's, Richard, what's the matter? Well, I guess I am sick. I'd better go and have a talk with Dr. Fletcher. Dr. Fletcher, yes, I remember the Spencer case very well, Dr. Fulton. Dr. Fulton, you could have spared Spencer's life, but you didn't. You know, you imagine that he followed you. Fulton, yes. Dr. Fletcher, but the man is dead. Told him then it's his ghost that followed me. His ghost I spoke to, his ghost that laughs. Dr. Fletcher, there are no ghosts, Dr. Fulton, with one exception. Ghosts we carry about inside us. Bolton, what do you mean? Dr. Fletcher, well, the things you hear, I see, these hallucinations, put on by Philp's feelings of guilt. Spencer has been dead for weeks. The question is, why should you experience guilt feelings? Let's late date. Bolton, I don't know. Dr. Fletcher, the psychiatrist's explanation quite often, so in case one refuses to face a guilt object and transfers his guilt feelings to some other person. Fodden, why are you driving? What are you driving at? Dr. Fletcher, I'm suggesting the guilt feelings are not caused by the Spencer incident. I'm going to ask you a blunt question. Did you murder your wife? Fodden, why of all the autotic? Dr. Fletcher, just for a moment, now, just a moment, Dutch. Just a moment, I've been rather uneasy about the circumstances of Mrs. Fulton's death. Fodden, but you could do yourself to know that it was a heart attack. Dr. Fletcher accepted what you told me that night. So virtual nation of body did examine indicate such a conclusion. But his wife's your wife's condition was mild. Now your feeling guilt led me to suspect. Goodness is murder talk is ridiculous. Where are there any signs of struggle, any marks of violence? Of course not. So Fletcher, Mr Fulton might might have been suffocated. Fulton and no nonsense. So Fletcher perhaps anyway. I tend to recommend a corner by a topsy being performed. Fulton and topsy? Dr. Fletcher, yes, it would be terminate whether or not death is due to suffocation. You should have no objection, if I'm mistaken. Fulton, you made him fall. Dr. Fletcher, Dr. Fulton, put down that paperweight. Fulton, you so clever. Dr. Fletcher, stay away from me. Funk, paperweight, smashes into skull. Dr. Fletcher grunts. Funk, paperweight, smashes the fall again. Fletcher, Dr. Fletcher groans. But I've gone far, gone too far now to stop another murder. Pampe wait which smashes the skull yet again. Dodo Fletcher's grunt death moan, body collapses on floor. Fulton, I lost my head. They should have agreed to the autopsy. It would have given me a day or two in which to plan my escape. Now as things were, it would only be a matter of hours before Fletcher's body was discovered. Fultz twisted and turned in panic. Spencer, maybe someday you'll be down here where I am. Won't be laughing when that happens. Where I am, I'll be laughing fit to burst. <laughs> Fulton, I can run, run like those frightened child. I need help. There's no one to turn to. Margaret, she loved me. She helped me. Went to Mar- I went to Margaret and told her what happened. Happened. Margaret, you killed a wife, Fulton. For you, so you won't, we could marry married. Right, Margaret, and then Dr. Fletcher. Fulton, I had to kill him, Margaret. He's going to recommend on the taxi. Margaret, why did you come here? 
Bottom, we got to run away. We took an hour or two to charter a plane to Canada, Mexico. Margaret, you make, what makes you think I'll run away with you? Ford, and I thought you loved me. Margaret, don't be stupid. I'm going to turn you over to the police. Ford, Margaret, you can't mean that. Margaret, can't I? Just watch me. Ford, and asked Margaret, listen, before you pick up that phone, even if you don't love me, even if you won't go away with me, give me a chance of mercy. Margaret, you make me laugh, said Fulton. Who never gave anyone, who never gave anyone else a break, pleading for mercy? But I turn around and ask the man you behind you for mercy. Put it behind me? Spencer, that's right. Put it Spencer, John Spencer. Spencer, take another look, Birch. But no, you're not John Spencer. Resemblance. You're not John Spencer. Spencer, I'm his brother. You're the man who was following me. Spencer, that's right. I was tricked, laid on by Margaret to kill my wife. I forced you by you to betray myself. Stop fetching but why? Why, Margaret, why did you do this? Margaret, revenge. What a revenge? Well, yes, the first time I came to your house, you thought my face was familiar. Well, now I tell you where it was when you saw me. First, Mommy, the courtroom at John Spencer's trial. Bullen's courtroom? Yes, yes. Oh, yes, remember how he begged for mercy? He told you he had a girl. He was a gay to marry. You would have given him in his life. You sentenced him to his death. Fulton, were you the girl? Margaret, yes, Fulton. Spencer, did he know about this? Margaret, well, all this is his plan, his revenge. Margaret, with the phone, her operator, give me said headquarters. I want to report a murder. Yes, that's right, a murder. Tell them it's very important to get here as soon as they can. Fulton, I'm waiting now for the police to come. For a trial, for the sentence which I know will be death. As I wait, my thoughts go back to the courtroom. Spencer, you won't always be on top. Maybe someday I'll be, be down here where I am. And when that happens, I'll be laughing. <laughs> well, John Fulton certainly misjudged Margaret Cummings. Which is a great mistake. Why didn't he have a he didn't have a ghost of a chance with her? She double crossed him right into the graveyard. Oh, why it were a caution. You must commit a murder. Be sure to select the proper weapon. Just a sharp edged sick axe. Because it provides you with a handy undermine. The police want to know why you did it. You claim you're killing in an extent I think it was accidental. Huh? Ha 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 ha.